We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and emerging and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And this week's episode, we're speaking to the owner of Have Wheelchair, Will Travel, mother of Brayden, who lives with cerebral palsy, and co-founder and editor of Travel Without Limits magazine, Julie. This podcast contains truth, laughter, and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit. going Mandy yes good Kate how are you well look the sun the sun is peeking through this morning when I woke up I thought I woke up about 6 15 that someone had left the outside light on oh no it was bright it was sunny yes we've had so many days of overcast oh, rain yeah. that I forgot that the days the are getting sun longer. Comes out in yeah, yeah. And the birds start chirping in August. Like <laughs> yes, they five. do. Especially the kookaburras. They're back. Yeah. They, yep. Yep. It's dark when they come out. That's yeah. all I want to say. Kookaburras are toddlers. Anyway, here anyway. we are. We are. I'm really excited about today's guest. Yes. So we're going to say hello, Julie. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're thrilled we to really have are. you. We really so are. thank you for giving your time. We know you're a busy. P, as we all call you. Yes. A busy oh, aren't we all? Yes. <laughs> but we're grateful for you. Yeah. So we're going to launch in with our first question, Julie. Do you have music or a band or a song that you listen to in the good times or maybe helps you through the tricky times? Well, I am a massive In Excess fan. Ah, so that old man. school, but yeah. I really love it. Oh, and it's it still beautiful just music. takes me back to, I guess, a very different time in my life. Yeah. Uh, so. Never Tear Us Apart would be my sad one. I remember it being played at Michael Hutchins' funeral, yes. but still it's a good one. It's a good it's one to kind of just feel a bit song. of a yeah. motion to. Yep. And I think in happy times, you can't beat Pharrell Williams' happy. No, so. I love that song. <laughs> That's true. You Let's can't help happy. but just kind of feel like you want to clap along yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's very true. Yes. yes. That is an awesome song. And, yeah, children, adults, everyone loves it. I did see Don't a know. meme the other day that said, I'm not taking advice from anyone who doesn't know why you cry when Never Tear Us Apart comes on. Oh, well, <laughs> so fair enough. I was like, you know, sorry, you got to be my age. To yeah. yeah. I just laughed. I was like, yep, <laughs> I'm not explaining who Michael Hutchins is to any of you. Yes. Oh, well, anyway. okay, and my question is, did mm. you win any awards at school or have you won any awards in your work? Mm. I was a really shy kid at school and, uh, no, I was very much flying under the radar. So I had to wait until I was an adult to win awards. Mm. Um, but I did win best blog for my travel yes. blog, travel, travel, which was really lovely to win. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to get, you know, it's sort of, I guess, kind of acceptance for something that's a little left of centre. Yeah. Uh, and I won an Ozmumpreneur yes. Award for the blog as well, which oh. has been really exciting and was a finalist for Best Blog in the Australian Society of Travel Writers Award. Wow. For the blog as well. Congratulations. So I kind of made up for my school stuff. You did. <laughs> you worked winning. hard. We're going to hear all about it. So, oh, yeah. yep. And our favourite question, why are you a P? 
uh, because I am the mum to a fabulous guy called Brayden who lives with cerebral palsy. He is nonverbal. He's a wheelchair user and needs help with all his daily living needs, even though he's an adult now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's social and he's engaged and he's just desperate to grab every opportunity in life. So for me, it's just really um, exciting to be able to try and offer him every possible chance to, you know, engage with the world. Oh, yes. What a, a great answer. A lot of our <laughs> listeners know you and yes. have followed you for a long time. So can you tell us a little bit about the early days with Brayden? And the pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, pregnancy was fine, just the usual stuff. You know, we are worried about whether it was, you know, what name, whether it was yeah. my husband's nose or my nose, you know, all those stupid <laughs> yeah. things you think yeah. about when you're pregnant and you're so in the dark. Yeah. And then Brayden was born and perfect Apgar's perfect birth, like five hours, nothing really? dramatic, nothing, wow. you know, anything. And it was really only when he was about four months of age that there started to be some question marks. And I guess I was in a mother's group where mm. everyone else's babies were getting good neck control mm. and things like that. And every time I ask questions, everyone was like, no, 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 he's just behind. He'll catch mm-hmm. up with his milestones. Mm-hmm. And um, then we went to Tresillion because Brayden was a very poor yes, sleeper. right. And he failed his first week at Tresillion oh. and had to stay for a second week because he was such a bad sleeper. Oh. And by the second week, they said to us, oh, we'd like you to go to the hospital and just, you know, get him checked and get some physio mm-hmm. to help him sort of reach his milestones. And so we started physio and it was all okay. And fortunately, on one of the sessions, my mum came with me just randomly. And at that session, we walked in and there was the physio I'd been seeing plus somebody else in the room uh, and you sort of think, mm, okay. good. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they said, you know, we think Brendan's got cerebral palsy and then that was the start of our journey. But I think probably because there'd been that question mark for a couple of months, it was kind of like, right, let's just get on with this and see what it yeah. is going to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and at first the outcome was kind of going to be quite minimal impact on his life. But although he would be classified in a moderate category to me, you know, it, it would be severe because being nonverbal, mm, okay. needing help with all your daily needs, being dependent on other people, yeah. to me, makes it quite a severe disability. I know he's not in the severe category yes. of having compromised health and things like that, yes. but the impact on his life is yeah. severe. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good so, way of explaining it. Yeah. Um, we just got on that therapy mouse wheel and I was a woman absolutely possessed Mm. because everything you read, everything they tell you is early intervention, early intervention. Brain, brain, brain. But it's just not sustainable. And I remember saying to one of the therapists, oh, I don't want to take a holiday because I feel guilty. Mm. And she said to me, Julie, that will give him time to consolidate everything he's been learning. Everyone needs a break. And so we started taking holidays and we found that he actually improved when yes. we were on holidays. Wow. Um, and for us as a family, it was just so good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it changed your professional life as well in the end. Yeah, <laughs> and indeed. does Braden have siblings or a sibling? Yes, so he has gorgeous sister Amelia yes. who is um, seven years younger than him. Yeah. And uh, they have a very, very close bond, always Aww. have. Uh, so we feel really lucky to have um, such close siblings. They yes. just—he adored her when she came along, oh, and yes. and it was reciprocated straight away. Oh, so oh, he's very intuitive with him, and um, yeah, she's just really great. Mm. Oh, 
beautiful family. So did Braden go to childcare or kinder preschool? So he went to a reverse. In, most of the preschools didn't want to have him, basically, oh. to put it nicely. Yeah. Um, it was all in the too hard basket mm. and there wasn't much mainstreaming at that point. Mm. So he ended up going to a reverse integration preschool um, at the Royal Institute for the Deaf and Blind School. Right. Yep, yep. And so the families that sent their children there wanted their kids to actually be exposed to different ways of life and different abilities. So immediately you're in this welcoming, wonderful yeah. community where the kids had parents that were quite, you know, evolved yeah. and keen yes. to, yeah, yeah. you know, keen to learn how do we communicate with mm. him and how do we include him in mm. things. So mm. it was a really positive experience for Brayden. Mm. Ah, awesome. And is that, do you live in Melbourne? No, I live in Sydney. Sydney. Okay, because I know there was one of those in St Kilda in Melbourne. That's in Sydney. Yep. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And do they still run that? Yes, they do. Oh. Yes, we've been back. Oh. We've been back to have a look and, How awesome. and do a little wonder. So, yeah, it's yeah. lovely. Really lovely. Really lovely concept, actually. Yeah. And I think when my girls were little, I liked to see children with different disabilities. You know, yes. I was like, okay, well, you've got that challenge or this part is tricky for you. Okay, I, I just, it, it never matters to me. I just love everyone. No. Mm, mm. That's right. This- and that's, you know, that's one of the things that you find also when you travel, just yeah. learning about other cultures. You know, yeah. it's just a different way of learning about people. So mm, yeah. if people embrace it when they travel, why wouldn't they embrace it in day-to-day life? Like that's yes. kind of a given to me. But. Of course. And what about primary school? Did you? What did you have to choose for that or? Primary school, I've never taken the easy way out, ladies, <laughs> yeah. ever. Like when Brayden like started a therapy. <laughs> the best therapy was about an hour's drive from us two wow. days a week and I did that hour's drive two days a week yeah. and he had therapy other days as well. Um, same with school. The local school had a support unit but the principal was not very progressive yes. and I yeah. felt like there was just going to be this, you know, butting heads constantly. Well, it um, rises so the school on the that principal. Was, mm. Yeah, the school that was further away from us, like that was literally up the road from us, but the school that was further away from us, we had other friends um, from the Cerebral Palsy Alliance right. Mother's Group yep. that were going to be going there as well and the principal was very progressive. <sighs> And so I felt the combination of mm. a few of us banding yes, together yes. and a more progressive Parent, principle yes. was going to be worth the wait. And I reminded myself of that when I was in peak hour traffic yeah, every single morning I going there. Um, but it was worth it. Like it really was worth it. I mean, not not perfect by any means because it then comes down to the teacher, it comes down to the head of the support unit, yeah, yeah, it comes yeah, down yeah. to all those things, mm. um, but, yeah, we got through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And actually what was really lovely was that because there were a few of us, we joined the PNC. Ah. And joining the PNC and contributing to the school in that way was really lovely because then the parents from the mainstream part of the school were very, um, pre- like, very keen to make the support unit yes. kids involved in everything. Oh, so um, we had a really good parent sort of relationship mm, with the, the mm. rest of the school and we actually started a program called Goal which was all about getting the kids out at lunchtime and I went there one day and just saw all the kids in wheelchairs just sitting there not doing everything because all the staff go and have their lunch. They, yes. they help facilitate mealtime and then they head off. Right. And all the other kids, and, I mean, the best part of the day, the rest of the schools were playing. And the best part of the day for me at school anyway was yes. playing with my friends oh, at lunchtime. Lunch, yes. Yep. 
So we started this program and we got local businesses involved and we actually asked them to donate, um, to have like a casual day where they donated equipment that the kids could play with. But a lot of the local businesses actually wanted to come in on a roster system and help facilitate the play. Oh, wow. And so the support unit became this lively, vibrant place where the kids from the main part of the school also wanted to come yes. down. So, yes. You know, it was fantastic to see this, you know, whole change. And, again, it came down to having a principal that was willing to make it happen and a lot of effort from the parents. Like yeah. there was a whole committee of us that made that happen because you had volunteer rosters and you had mm. to do police checks and you had mm. to have the equipment wow. and make sure it was all good and whatever. But, mm. you know, we are one of many, many, many parents that go that extra mile to make sure their kids have you know, a good life. Yeah, and an accessible playtime. Mm. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> My goodness. And then how old was Brayden when you you first, I was looking on your um, Instagram, you went on your trip to Disneyland. Yeah. I can't remember how Brayden, uh, um, 2011. Right. I can't, I can't do maths quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we'd done other trips with him. We really started local and got our confidence and then I was still working in the travel industry and we got this amazing um, offer discount deal for a cruise. I think it was like right. $150 each to go on this cruise. Wow. So we did a cruise and took him on that. So we did really gentle steps, did a trip to New Zealand, did a, a trip to Uluru, all those sorts of things. But um, we won that trip to Disneyland Um which was amazing, and it was just the most liberating feeling to mm. feel that a wheelchair wasn't going to hold us back, yes. that we could still travel as a family. Yeah. And Disneyland particularly is a place where parents and kids share the joy together. Yeah, true. And to just watch that mm. interaction between mm. all of us as a family mm. was just so special, and that was really, you know, winning that trip basically was what started me on my journey to share things with other people because we came back and I told a few friends, but I really wanted to spread the word yeah. for a wider community um, because you're time poor. Like as a parent caring for somebody with a disability, so time poor to put yeah. the research in isn't that easy, but that was my background as a mm, travel consultant yeah. to do that. Mm. So it was so seamless for us and we learned so much that I just really wanted to share it with other people and hope that it could help empower them to travel more. And, and so that, did you know anyone that was a blogger at the time? How did you get started? No, I had no idea. And the um, and this lovely lady offered to build the website for me because awesome. she needed to build her portfolio ah. up of websites. So she kindly donated her time oh. to build the website, which was amazing. It's amazing. And I remember her saying, can I press like live on it and I kept saying no it's not perfect she's going it's not going to be perfect it's not as though 100 people are going to even look at it the first time you go live yeah, I yeah, mean yeah. probably only family ever looked at it at that point in time mm, mm. and I remember on Facebook just I didn't even have personal Facebook and I was like oh I don't know about this you hear so much bad stuff yes. about social media and all that sort yeah, of thing and yeah. I only use photos of the backs of the children at yeah, first because yeah, yeah. I was worried about their privacy yes, yes, or yes, yes, yes. Amelia particularly was very young. I was mm. worried about people coming up to her and mm. knowing her and mm. things yeah, like it's that. Tricky. But you know, mm. we you know, like you guys, we've built such a fabulous community of people and, you know, there's been occasional spats between people over time, but usually it's politics or vaccinations mm. that cause yeah, the yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, in general, people really want to help and, and you know, I've really set a tone of positivity because yeah. I think there's plenty of places out there that are happy for you to go on and rant. I'm not happy for people to go on and rant. Yep. Tell me where you can do something, yep. not where you can't yep. do yep. something. This is yep. 100% us. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's just really important because I think when you go on Facebook, when you have five seconds where your child or loved one is busy and you go on there just to have a little mental reprieve, you need to see good stuff yeah. in my opinion. You don't need to see all the bad stuff. Yeah. And did you know you could write? No, right. I didn't. And it's quite funny because the reason that we won the trip to Disneyland was that when Braden had cerebral palsy, the odds of him having cerebral palsy were one in 400. Right. And at the time it was like, oh, I can't believe, you know, he was the one in 400. I mean, of course, somebody has to be yeah. the one in 400. But then turning that around, because I've always been such a glass half full gal, I thought to myself, well, you know, there's all these competitions out there and because I wasn't working as much, <laughs> I kind of really wanted to yeah. give us the life I always wanted. Mm. I thought, well, why can't we win things? So then I started writing yes. to enter 25 words or less. Yes. Why do you want to win this? Why do you want to win that? We won a car. We won five trips to America. We won all sorts wow. of stuff. Like we basically won a lifestyle that at the time we couldn't afford. Wow. And so, yeah, I just did a, a writing, a travel writing course and then started. Wow. You did the course. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and still, you must have. It was a weekend course though, or, or two weekends I think it was. It wasn't a big course. It wasn't like going to uni and learning yeah. to travel right, if that makes sense. Yeah. It was. I didn't have time to do that. <laughs> and what sort of, what was your first piece that took off? Mm, mm. Um. I think the blog just took off. Like people couldn't, I'd get messages from all around the world basically saying, and there was nothing, you know, at that point I wasn't writing particularly well. It was just a case of people needed the information, they needed the community. Um, and so the blog really took off. Mm. And then from the blog I then started pitching to travel um, publications and it was really, really hard, you know, um, to actually get anyone to give you space in a mm. magazine for mm. writing about travelling with a wheelchair. Mm. But then that went really well and, you know, it sort of just builds momentum over yes. time. Yeah. One thing True. leads to the next. Yeah. I think I've read you in Source Kids. Mm. Where else have you been published? Um, Source Kids, I think I've done Mamma Mia. Yep. I've done um, different travel magazines. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's been it's been good. And I really want to do more though. If I, if I can get into mainstream newspapers, yeah. I will be very happy because yeah. I have pitched every year for International Day of People with Disability. Yes, um, thinking they should be publishing stories. Yeah, they should, and they're not as a general rule. And you know, one in five people identify as having yes, a disability, that's right. but that's yes. not taking into consideration the multi-gen travellers. It's not niche. Like it No, it's that's not. The, it's not that's at the uphill battle I feel is that people think it's niche. No. And it's not the niche. tourism dollars are actually worth more to Australia for people travelling with disability than the China market was right. like prior to the pandemic. Right. So as far as I think they should do it from a social responsibility mm. side and, and be inclusive. But if they're even looking at it from a dollar perspective, it makes sense to, to do it. Any P's wow. listening out there that understand this? Yes. We've got so many listeners from so many places. Yeah. Wow. Contact Julie, hey? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hit her up. When um, obviously 
pandemic time. We can talk about that in a minute. But so the blog's taking off. You're doing more trips. Um, Where were the places you went to? What are some of the most amazing places? Oh, we've done. I mean, we've had great travels. I always say to people, most successful for us probably is the US from a standpoint of physical access and and because of their Americans with Disability Act that was brought into place, there's a lot of education around it as well. So people often know what you need before you tell them what you need, Mm. which I find fantastic. Awesome. Um, One of the most inclusive places would be Fiji, which Mm. is not physically very accessible. So you won't have a ramp everywhere. You won't have beach wheelchairs. You won't have beach matting. Mm. But the Fijians' hospitality means that they don't want anyone to miss out. So, no. you know, Braden would be carried up the, oh, the gangway on the on the boat or, you know, the second we hit the beach with his manual wheelchair, which we'd put off-road tyres on and mm. a freewheel, but it was still hard to push across mm, the beach. Mm, there mm. would be a burly Fijian and oh. he'd just push it through the sand as though there was no obstacle whatsoever. Oh. So Brayden just, I think he felt like he'd met his tribe because yeah. everyone was friendly and, you know, for somebody that's non-verbal, travel for him is really important because mm. people let down their guards when they're travelling. Yes. And if you're having a shared experience, people will include him because they know what to talk to him about, whereas yeah. if you're just walking around, they're kind of like, nah. You know, what do we say? Does he understand? That sort of thing. Mm. Whereas when you're travelling, if you're on a whale watching trip and Mm, he's mm. wahooing because he's just seen a whale breach out of the water, Mm, other mm. people go, did you see that? Wasn't that cool? And that's just so rewarding because suddenly he's got somebody, you know, interacting with him that he doesn't know and he's desperate for it. So, you you know, Fiji was lovely for that. But New Zealand, we've had great experiences. New York, we had... You know, the subway, the elevator was out and we were standing at the top of the staircase thinking, what the heck are we going to do? And two guys, just without, like, skipping a beat, they were still in their New York rhythm, picked the front of the wheelchair up, helped my husband down (laughs) the stairs and we were down on the platform before we realised it. So, (laughs) you know. They always say New Yorkers aren't friendly but we found them great. Oh, yes, me too. really friendly. I don't know. I, I think Australians can be brash. And I yes. think New Yorkers can be brash, but that doesn't mean we're not friendly. Yeah. We just get to the point quick. Yeah. Yeah, I found the extremely <laughs> – I didn't open a door the whole time I was there. Oh. I was like, oh, my gosh, people are holding doors open. I found them really friendly, yeah. but anyway. Yeah. Mm. <gasps> and um, what about uh, – we're going back to schooling – what, what did you choose for high school? And uh, For high school we went with a support unit, a support unit that actually had therapists on site. Yes, mm-hmm. yep, great. Because I find when mum goes in and says something needs doing, there's great resistance. Mm. But if a therapist goes in, yes. it's a, there might still be resistance but the therapist knows best so they're more yeah. likely to go with things. Um, yeah. In yeah. retrospect, would I have gone the same route? No. But... Um, I really wanted him to have a regular high school experience where he was, you know, doing everything. Yeah. Um, but being nonverbal, I think probably if I'd sent him to a school that was um, more focused on communication, that would have been better. Right. And I think that's, you know, I'm very pro-mainstreaming. Mm. But I also find that there's just not the time, the resources or the money put into focusing mm-hmm. on a skill like that. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're nonverbal, that's probably the thing that you need the most help with. Mm-hmm. How does he communicate? 
Um, so he's got picture exchange communication. He's got an iPad. He's now taking a mobile phone out with him, which his support workers take photos on. Yeah. yeah. And then they transfer it into a story into Pictello uh, for him for his iPad. Excellent. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of gesturing, you know, a lot of smiles or, or physical choices. Yep. You know, yep. he's got a graphic T-shirt and um, hoodie collection that is like very expansive and so every day he loves choosing whether it's going to be Homer in his underwear on his hoodie for the day or whether yes. it's going to be Bart spray painting or Spongebob or whatever it is. Awesome. So, you know, and that's another way of yes, engaging with people definitely. because people then are commenting, oh, he really likes Spongebob or I really yep. like his shirt. Um, and similarly his manual wheelchair has um, Superman uh, like on the what do you call them? The wheel guards. Yeah, he's got Superman spray painted. Really cool um, guy. Apparently, does stuff for Marvel. That yeah, did the awesome. spray painting job on it. Wow. And you know, kids then have something yes. to comment on. So it's like, hey, mom, look at Superman. They're like, wow, your ride's really cool, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and yeah. it's a very positive way of yes. engaging people. So yeah, I highly recommend. I remember that. buying my first black T-shirt of Black Widow for my daughter and thinking yeah. I would never buy this for her. <laughs> but she loves Marvel tops and exactly people, all the Marvel fans love her. Yeah. Yeah. She's already yeah. in that gang. Yeah. So it's yeah. super important. And I think I people- never understood that before because no. no one cared about my Anna Green Gables T-shirt. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I think for people listening who don't um, live with disability, um, it's the, exactly the same as when you'd say to someone when you meet them, oh, I like your scarf. Yeah. Oh, have you got new lipstick? You know, you find something about a person to talk about when you don't really know what to say to someone. It's exactly the, the same. same. You just find something and you talk about it and then it opens up those lines of communication and you start bonding. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I'm always very open to if people ask questions. I'm more than happy if kids ask questions, why don't his legs work or, mm. you know, whatever. I'm... I was given a very positive response mm. because I think that that then reflects on how they're going to see people with disability mm. in the future. Of course. So for me, it's all about the positive response Definitely. and engaging. If a kid's staring for a really long time, mm. I will then often say to them, hi, is it the wheelchair that you're looking at? Yeah. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Do you like the Superman? And then they'll either break and they'll smile and say yeah. something or they'll look away and move away, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and either one is fine. It's yeah. just a matter of, you know, you do get to that point. It's it's not always um, positive feelings you have not. as no, a parent. No. Sometimes you do feel like, oh, of course, like, yes. yeah, stop looking. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about when did you start the magazine, Travel Without Limits? Magazine started in 2019. Oh, and the, just before the pandemic. Just before the pandemic. But the first issue was about 40 seven pages on really thin paper and um, it was just very much the people that I knew in the industry like disability organisation, oh, not disability, disability businesses that supported it and took a a leap of faith on it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then by the September issue, the like September 2019, we had a bigger magazine and March 2020, just before everything went into lockdown, we had like, you know, the one the one that was going to, you know, change everything. And it's beautiful. Yes. And, of course, it's everything so changed beautiful. then. Mm. Um, 
but you know we actually soared during the pandemic which I think was quite phenomenal and we've probably had more support now from tourism businesses which is great because we obviously want that because that way it opens up an opportunity for me to educate them a little bit more um you'll find that a lot of places don't have uh, accessible, inclusive imagery. No. And so then that's my opportunity to really talk to them about, you know, mm, it's really mm. important to have accurate representation mm, and mm. even when you're, um, because I'm part of the Australian Society of Travel Writers, mm. um, we go to a lot of lunches where different tourism organisations will showcase a video mm. and you'll know that they're a destination that does have good access or, you know, good diversity and you'll just see nothing and, I'm, mm. you know, at the end I'll say to them, you know, it was beautiful video but you do access and inclusion so well it would be great to have some imagery around mm, that mm. show the destination mm, is welcoming mm. so I think you know everyone's talking about sustainability and environment and mm, you know this mm. just needs to be added to the, yes, it to does. the list that's really important um and to me responsible people now often talk about responsible travel Mm. And they're often talking more about the footprint that we leave. But to me, yeah. responsible travel actually encompasses yes. being inclusive. Absolutely. And diverse yeah, and yeah. welcoming. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. And has Braden been able to do any travel on his own with support workers or anything? No, he hasn't. We've taken a support worker away with us. Yep. So um, I guess as we're getting older as parents, we're kind of thinking, right, well, you know, we occasionally want to do something that he doesn't like. Yes. Um, so we did that and that was really successful. That was a really lovely way of doing it. But he's a real family guy. Yeah. He's really very family orientated. So yeah. he hasn't done anything yeah. by himself. I'm yet. just thinking because my daughter's going to be going away with her school for 10 days to Queensland. Ah. And, yeah, I'm um, – anxious mm, yeah <laughs> but she's very proud and she I mean she'll be going with her teachers but um yeah I'm a little bit anxious about it oh yeah. it'll be a good learning curve for everyone yeah, we had a will. Four, we had a forced 10-day um yes. separation recently Tell because us. Brayden, yeah so Brayden went, normally goes to rest by two nights and a couple of weeks ago I thought right we'll delve in and we'll go three nights We'll extend this out and we'll you see how he goes, see how they go doing things because, you know, we don't send, like, his shaver because that's really hard to do shaving. Yeah. So yeah. we're like, oh, we'll do three nights. Anyway, as it turned out, the day before he was due to come home, my husband tested positive for COVID. <sighs> and so I contacted them. I said, can we extend it? My husband had, like, a house beside us that at the back of my parents' place he could isolate in. But I said, can we extend it just to make sure my daughter doesn't get it yes, right? Yes, right. And so we extended, then my daughter got it. So oh. I was like, oh, can we extend again? So oh. it turned out to be 10 nights wow. that we had away. Um, but he did really well. He was very tired because yeah. he yeah. doesn't spend a lot of time in his wheelchair at home and right. there he was in his wheelchair all the time. Right. But it was a great learning curve for him and it was a forced, you know, it was, we just sort of just jumped right in. Mm. Um, you know, we had his regular support workers take him out during the day just to make sure there was yeah, some right. continuity. Yes. Um, but, yeah, he coped well and it was nice for my husband and I to know, well, down the track if we do want to go yes. away on a holiday and do something that he doesn't enjoy, yes. then we know we can do it. So. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Sometimes we're ripping off the Band-Aid. Well, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. How old is Brayden now? He just turned 27. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. But and very young at heart. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Well, all the best people are. That's right. And does he, what does he do during the day? 
Uh, so he, we fought very, very hard. Everyone knows about NDIS yeah. and mm. the battles that you fight. Yeah. Uh, we pulled him from, he was in a day program. Right. Um, and in the when the pandemic hit, we pulled him from that day program because it was the only way we felt we could keep him safe. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we started exploring the option of um, having one-to-one support for him, mm. which was working brilliantly. He was able to meet his therapy goals. Mm. He was able to do his day was very full. So mm. at his mm. day program, they wouldn't take them out. You know, he'd arrive at 8.30, they wouldn't go out until 10.30, 11, oh. and then they'd be back by 1.32 in the afternoon. Mm. And it would be, you know, bowling, picnics, you know, very mm. very normal things for a day program to do. There was nothing different about it um but he wasn't me he was very happy I will say that he was so happy with the social element of it but he wasn't actually doing things that would help him um continue to grow as a person Mm. and what I found was that people put um sort of age limits on things happening and Braden's always sort of crushed through those so he's proved that he can continue learning he can continue um like extending himself physically, mm. which is really important. So he started going to the Cerebral Palsy Alliance gym yeah, and great. doing a personal therapy session. But everything he needs, he needs one-to-one yes. support. Yep, yes. Um, so he leads a very full week. He does everything from the art gallery, whatever's new at the art gallery, to catching a ferry somewhere. But everything is very much around his communication goals. Mm. So he will make choices to what he's doing for the day. Even at the gym, he gets to choose what exercises he wants to do, what order, that awesome. sort of thing. Awesome. Um, and the one-to-one support has very much mm. allowed him to do that. Yeah, yeah, terrific. And I sort of feel like that heading towards the end of high school, the world will open up, you know, to be able to do the things that suit and benefit her. Yes, yes. And it just depends. There were, I mean, there are a lot of good um, dedicated programs like art and music and things like that that just wasn't Braden's jam. Mm, yeah, that's um, right. Because but, we're all different. You know, we all love different things. That's right. But the good thing about being that age is you can try and if it doesn't work, yeah. you just do something else. Um, but, you know, he's built a real community, you know, when he goes to, say, Sea Life Aquarium, the staff all know him, yeah. you know, he can go and order his snack from the thing using like a communication button, a jelly mm. button, um, and, and people are friendly and, you know, so he's building a community around Sydney City basically. And yeah. also like one of my support workers said, everyone knows him. Yeah, it's the yeah. best. He does and he loves it. I know. What a great life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, community is everything. That's right. I saw yeah. your latest blog about going to visit the prison. Yeah, tell us oh, about yeah. that. I've just been watching Wentworth, so it's blowing my brains out. But anyway, ah, right. Well, very, very considerately, the uh, one of the police stations had an open day, and so Brayden's mad for any emergency services. Easy. Most people, you know, fear the police, like car coming yes. up behind them. Whereas to Brayden, it's like woohoo! Like, yeah. Yeah, over. <laughs> one of his lovely, up? one of his lovely support workers did three laps past a um, RBT yeah. until they pulled her in because <laughs> she knew what pleasure that would give Brayden. And that was kind of like that sums up the difference of one-to-one That's support. That's right, yeah. it does. She swims so well yes. and she was prepared to go that extra mile totally. to get rested. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the best um, story ever. <laughs> yeah. I know. So 
he just came home and he was so delighted that they got pulled over by the police. But anyway, <laughs> he went, we went to the we went to the uh, police station and he got to check out the cells and he got to um, you know go into the docks and all the rest of it. And one of his cousins is a police officer as well, so that's really exciting stuff. But yeah, I wrote a bit of a tongue in cheek accessible review of the totally. cell. <laughs> It was very different. I normally do hotel reviews and it's yeah. all about how you can transfer and what the decor's like and everything yeah. in this one. It was like, well, the slab, the bed. <laughs> yeah. The slab, the bed. And yeah, but it got me to- thinking how do people go to the toilet, how to, you know, all of that. Well, I said to the police officer, you know, do you ever get anyone in a wheelchair yeah. in here? And he said, oh, sometimes we do, not very often, but sometimes. But I don't know how they'd even arrest them. Like how do they can't get them in a paddy wagon unless they can transfer. It's it's a whole True. other story. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I was fascinated. Anyway, mm, mm. It was a bit of a fun one for me yeah. and Brayden had such a good day. It was nice to be able to share the photos. Do you source these things or do people come to you and say do a piece on this or is it a bit of both? Um, most of the time we're just looking out for things that will yeah, uh, engage Brayden or do things. We yeah. did a trip to the Gold Coast and they came to us and yeah, said, would right. you like to go to the Gold Coast? And I said, well, only if you can provide accessible activities for us to do. Mm. And um, we had a great time, yeah. we, you know, because they've rolled since. They've really evolved on the Gold Coast and now there's beach matting and there's beach wheelchairs and, you know, all the things. If you go to the Gold Coast, you want to be able to go to the beach, right? Yeah, you know, even if beach. it's winter. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do whale watching. You know, we had a really diverse, oh, and the the hit for Braden was there was a tandem go-karting place up there where Mark, my husband, could drive the go-kart and Braden could sit in Brilliant. there because Braden can't drive a go-kart. So oh, that awesome. fulfilled his need for speed, yeah. which is great. <laughs> yes. Oh, that sounds fantastic. So if you had yeah. to choose one place, I know people probably oh. ask you this all the time, where was your favourite holiday? I would have to say the Disneyland trip just because that was the most liberating feeling Mm. to be nervous about it and do it and achieve it and, you know, it was, it was amazing, you know, mm. just the whole experience. Brayden was at the right, and Brayden and Amelia were both at the right age for mm. all the character meet and greets. Not that Brayden's ever grown out of character yeah. meet and greets, but, you know. My brother's 40, just, he still does it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just special. Like, it was just really, really special trip, and having won it was really, you know, it was amazing. But mm. funny story, that day that we won the trip to Disneyland, I had a phone call 90 minutes earlier to say I'd won a trip to L.A. to go to the G'day L.A. ball with Channel 9. Wow. So within 90 minutes we'd won two trips in a day. <laughs> it was just like the far most bizarre. I know, as far as, you know, which was your most magical day? That was pretty magical. Well, that's yeah. a pretty great day. And you went yeah. to both? Yeah, I went with a girlfriend to the G'day LA ball because that was obviously, you know, walking the red carpet. And yeah, doing was there the whole... heaps of celebs? Yes, yes, there was. Oh, yeah. wow. Anthony La was there and Simon Baker wow. and um, Sigrid Thornton. Wow. And, yeah, it was like it was Olivia Newton-John. Wow. And, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was lots and lots of people there. Oh, wow. Aldrin was there. I don't quite know why he was there, but he was there. <laughs> Maybe he wants to be Australian. Enter competitions, people. Yeah, I try to win a spa all the time. I never win. But anyway, my, I'll keep trying. <laughs> I'll keep trying. That means it's going to be the one. I know. Remember? That's what I tell myself. But no, it's never me. Yeah. Um, 
there's so much to keep talking to you about, mm-hmm. isn't there? Yeah, oh. there is. But is there anything that you would love our community to yes. know? Yes. Anything we've missed? Um, most important thing is if you're worried about travelling is to just start local, take mm. what you need, work out what's going to be a good holiday for you mm. because, you know, you don't know until you go and if you go somewhere local, if it doesn't work, you can always come home. True. That's true. You know, I, Great advice. At, at, when I meet lots of families, they've got really complex needs when they mm. travel and mm. that's why I always say to them, pack up the car, you can pack everything mm. and then you work out what you didn't actually need, mm. what mm. was essential to make mm. it a good holiday. We mm. often pay a lot more to stay somewhere where we can walk out the door or wheel out the door and have things at our doorstep mm. so we're not lifting the wheelchair in mm. and out of the car, that kind of mm. thing. Um, there's a lot of facilities people don't know about. Um We've got a big story coming up in the next issue of the magazine about hidden disabilities and all the facilities at the various airports mm. that they're offering now. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, the Malak Key, I can't believe how many people still don't have a Malak Key to access the accessible bathrooms that are locked. Right. Um, you know, we just keep one on the back of Braden's wheelchair so it's always there for him. Mm. Um, companion cards, yep. still lots and lots of people yes, haven't I know. got the companion mm. card. Yes. Um, there's discounts with the airlines. You can get 50% off if you have to. It would depend on the age of the person that you're caring for. But with Virgin, they have a 50% off assistant fare. So if I'm travelling with Brayden, my fare is 50% off because he can't travel without me. Wow. Pontus have something similar. Mm. So there's lots. I've got it all on my website. Yes, and, great. And, you know, we've seen the magazine. We constantly, there's upper body torso harnesses for yep. the aircraft for yep. people to help them sit if they can't sit. Yes. There's eagle passenger hoists, which help people more comfortably transfer if they need a hoist mm, to mm. transfer. Mm. You know, there's just so much out there that can assist you to travel, but start local. Yep. Yeah, great. Good Maybe advice. Because a staycation can be just as exciting, yeah. you know, yeah. and, Travelling overseas, so really think what you need and never, ever, ever travel without travel insurance and make sure Mm. that you can get it before you book your trip because with some complex, you know, seizures or um, what is it, hydrocephalitis, Mm. um, different things is really, really hard to actually Mm. get the travel insurance for the US particularly. Mm. And if you've booked your trip and then you do your travel insurance as an afterthought, you, you know, you've you're really risking your house if you have to go to a hospital in America. Yeah, yeah. oh, for sure. Yes. Definitely get travel insurance. Yes, yes, yeah. thank right. you. But I could go on for days. I but know. all the information's there. I have a very engaged community that are very willing to help people as well. Mm. So Yeah, you've got you know, a Facebook page. So we'll yes, put all the links will travel. in yep. the show notes. Yep. Yeah. And, and um, can find we really it. do cover like autism. We cover everything because we really want to be an inclusive community. Yes. So yeah. Oh, congratulations, Julie. Yeah. Thank you. What Thank you so much for having so me. Great. It's been lovely to chat. Oh, yeah. I'm thrilled that we've got you on. I'm sorry mm. it's taken so long. Mm. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. Well, there's so many amazing people in this world. Yeah. So and we yeah. get to meet them. Thank you. So, every, yeah, everything will be in the show notes. We'll share everything yeah, and yeah. people can go and find you. And, yeah. yeah, keep up the amazing work. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You too. Yeah, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Oh, Mandy, that was so oh, great. Oh, Julie's awesome and, you know, I don't know, so helpful. Oh, so helpful. And helpful peas. 
You know what it's like when someone puts a post in the hangout? I I want to do this, but yes. blah, 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 and you get and, a few answers. Yeah. Well, this is like that on steroids. Yeah, it's awesome. She's there. Everyone go and follow her. Yeah, so, yes. yeah, exciting as well. She's yeah. enthusiastic and she she's, is. Oh, she's positive. Just, yeah, and she's, she's yeah. a little bit ahead of the journey she of is. some of us. That's right. Or, and a, maybe a lot of you. Yeah. So awesome. You can yeah. pick her brains and she's an awesome person to have in our community. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Thank you, Julie. It was terrific to meet you. Yeah. What made you cry this week, Kate? Okay, so everybody knows this is my worst week of the year. I hate it. It's Father's Day mm. coming. I know by the time this comes out, mm. Father's Day will have been mm. well and truly gone. Mm. So I go to ground. I don't mm. like it. I hate all the ads. Mm. And I know I'm selfish because I know there are amazing dads that people love to celebrate. I don't think you shouldn't. But it's just my week mm. of ugh, don't mm. like it. So, yeah, that's my lots of tears this mm. week. Mm. What about you? Um, I cried because there is a beautiful um, pea shoot called rye that um, died. Oh, yes, yes. And I've been I following too, rye yeah. and his mum, Brooke, mm. and all his family for yeah, many years. Yeah, yeah. And um, the last couple of years has been really hard it on has. him. yes. And... Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that a lot of people in our community yes. know uh, yes. this family yes. and I just want them to know that I will never forget your no. beautiful boy, Bri. Yeah, yeah. And I had yeah. some um, some tears. Yeah. Um, but also the beautifulness of following the journey of his death yes. and his um, oh, funeral and his wake. Beautiful. And I just thought they did an absolutely yes, stunning they job. Did. Yeah. And, you know, that's part of the P stories. There's a lot of P's. Yes, that there live are. this, and um, mm, and that's mm. not out, Kate, my no, story no. to tell. No, um, but I just wanted to acknowledge Rye yes. and Brooke and their whole family. Yes, yeah. yes, lovely. All right, so when we go on to what made a difference, I have two things that made a difference in my life. One of them is a friend made me soup. Oh, never underestimate people oh, making yeah. you soup. <laughs> no way, soup. <laughs> yep. Lentil and vegetable, yum, 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 yum. yum. And it's been soup weather in Melbourne continually. Yes. So that's good. And the other thing is one of my beautiful work boys, Phil, um, got engaged. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, I love him so much. And he was so funny because he rang me on Saturday afternoon and I thought, is he ringing me straight away? I was like, is he ringing me to tell me he's engaged? I just had a feeling. So I was like, are you ringing me to tell tell me that you're engaged? And he's like... No, I often ring you. And he does. He probably rings me once a month. So I was like, okay, fine. And then he texts me a photo while we're on the phone and it's his fiancé's engaged ring. I was like, hey, you little bugger, I knew you were ringing me. (laughs) Anyway, he wants me to do my marriage celebrant course and marry them. Oh, cool. You'd be awesome Maybe I will. Yes, Kate. (laughs) I think it takes a year to do the course. I've got to get onto it. That's an excellent idea. Yeah, so he was like, come on, you can marry me. You'd be really good at that. (laughs) So I think I'm looking into it and I might become a marriage celebrant to marry my beautiful Phil. Oh, that sounds awesome. Well, not me marrying Phil, obviously. Oh, that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, so that was um, – but it was just lovely oh. to see that, like, they started working with me out of school, yes, you know, and now right. he's 27, he's 28, funny. and he's really funny. <laughs> so, yeah, it was – yeah, oh, it was lovely. What yep. an excellent idea. Yep. And you? Um, I went to pub choir. And oh, yes. it was very famous. fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun to be on the video. Lots of people tagging me. Thank you, please. Yep, bees. yep. Um, it was fun to be there. I mm. mean, St Kilda on a Wednesday night, not easy, no, but we bit- got there. Hard to get to from outside. It was outside a bit of hard, town. but yeah. my friend Nat and I went, and it was her Always first time, it. and it was worth it. Yeah. yeah, and I just was overwhelmed, just thinking all these people oh, in this room were no. locked down. Yes, and she acknowledged that, but yeah. I just don't think she still got it. You well, know, you can't. you can't get it. No, the what we went through. Yeah. So yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, so, thank you. Oh, very very good. Um, now you laugh. What made you laugh? Okay, so I have. What made me laugh was that. 
We um, Woody has really been into Peaky Blinders, which oh, is a I do not know it. Yeah, it's a TV show. Yep. Um, they have very cute little caps. That's oh. what I like about it. <laughs> anyway, I don't watch it, but he loves it. Um, don't tell me if it's inappropriate. I don't want to know because he loves it and he's yep. watching it. Anyway, so we had to get haircuts and he decided he wanted Peaky Blinder haircut. Right. Anyway, so he went to the hairdresser, got the haircut, and the hairdresser was like, you, you really want to go with this? Because everyone's getting mullets in Australia, right? <laughs> and his twin brother has got right, a mullet. Yes. That's what all okay. the, the boys yep. are doing and girls, whatever. Yes. Anyone, yes. whoever you identify as. Yeah. Anyway, he's like, yep. Anyway, so it's just very short right. back and sides, no fade, and then like a probably early 2000s hair. Okay. I don't know. And then also the 1960s or whenever the Peaky uh-huh. Blinders are set. It really suits him. Right. Anyway, so she's like, this is what you want? He's like, yep. And so he showed her the photo on his phone and she just cut it exactly oh, the same. Good. Anyway, it was really good. And if you have identical twins, you'll know the joy of completely yes, different things for that's them. Right. And their the, own thing. Yes, and people, yeah. yeah. So. And anyway, haircuts have been tricky in the past. Very tricky. So for it to be something that he chooses yes, and, and was happy to engaged go, in. first time that he spoke to the person, oh, you know, because I had someone to talk about. Huge. Peaky blinders. Huge. Anyway, so he comes back over to me and he goes, Mum, she said, right, mate, you have to own this. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you do. He goes, you do. what does, who, who else can own it? <laughs> I thought, what a strange phrase. <laughs> it is, but what she was trying to say yes, is, yes, this is different. This is so, different. Yeah. Anyway, but when he got up off the chair, he did like a, I don't know, power move, whatever. She yeah. goes, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> you know? Anyway, so I explained to him, I said, you know, owning it means you're going to walk in the room and you're going to yes. be proud of that hair. Yes. And you're going to be glad you've got it and you're yes. going to be who you are. And yeah. he turned and looked me in the eye and he said, Mum, you own things. Oh. And I was like, oh. We went for oh, such Kate. a great day. We laughed and cried. Wow. And, yeah, and I was like, I do, mate. What You're a day. right. Yeah, so anyway, Piggy Blinders haircut. Wowza. That just made me laugh a oh, lot. Oh, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> so there we go. We, I was watching the Emerciano Press Club. Oh, I haven't watched yep, it. Yep, I watched it. And then um, I must have, it must have come up on somewhere and it said Press Club. And Miss Eleven said, the National Penis Club. <laughs> 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 I, thought, I said, well, yes, yes historically, often, yes. <laughs> it is the National Penis Club, but today it is not the National Penis Club. <laughs> I just laughed for ages. Well, out of the mouth of babes. <laughs> and the other laugh was last night. I was just one of those after-school frantic times mm. of driving everyone everywhere to mm. everything, mm. and then I finally sat down and then I realised I had a graduation meeting for grade six. Oh. So I was like, shit, sorry. I live very close to our school. Yeah. I drove. Yeah, yeah. I got in there and then I got into the staff room and there was not my people. And then I go back and check the thing and it's tonight. Oh, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm taking a photo. I'm putting it in the group chat. I'm here. Where's everyone else? Like, uh, just, have you just walked up to staff meeting? Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't know who they were, but I, it made me laugh for ages because yep. I thought this is the chaos of life. Oh, it is the and, chaos of you life. You know, I, I could, I, I shouldn't have even been there anyway because I forgot, and then <laughs> I just, I'm just coming into peak time. Oh, it really is. Yeah. And we, we're about to hit fourth term, and you've got yes. a child graduating yes. primary school. Yeah, and I've just got to find some energy bedlam. for that. Yes. and I'm perhaps haven't had it. Yes. So, so yep. anyway, yep. I will. And yeah. everyone said, "See you tonight, Mandy." <laughs> funny <laughs> now I'm like I'm gonna have to like you know contribute uh, I was yeah, just gonna uh, slip in now yeah. I've made it like I look really keen you're really keen oh. you're there 24 hours early <laughs> anyway we're all we all know that 
story. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe I, not. Maybe it's just oh, Mandy. Look, I have done know. it. I've gone to school on days when school's not yeah, on. I've, yeah, yeah. There's I'm, so much swimming in your head. I'm the queen of that, yeah. Ooh. And did you, off topic, but the teacher's pet. Oh, yeah. I watched it all day yesterday. Oh, That's what I was going to say in my cry too, but yeah. I was absolutely hooked. So if you've lived under a oh. rock... You may not know, but I'm sure you do. The Teacher's Pet, I listen to it every week as it came Same. out. And interestingly, uh, Scholarship and Buzz and Woody both said yesterday, I remember yeah. listening to it in the car yeah, because yeah. I'd pick them up from school yes. and it would be on. Yes. So it's an awesome podcast if you haven't listened yes. and you live overseas, find it. Scholarship went overseas this year and she was listening to it over there because at that yes, point the trial the was on trial. and we couldn't listen yes, to it here. Yes. So she got to listen to that. Um, but anyway, yesterday, and this, it's an incredible podcast and Hedley Thomas just did not give up. I didn't. He was he was relentless in getting justice for a woman that no one cared about. It, it's so enormous. It's, it's enormous. enormous from a podcast yes. perspective. It's enormous that the podcast impacted the trial oh, so they couldn't have a jury. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> I just watched it live for four hours. Yeah. And I actually, Molly was home because she's not well. And I said, you don't have to watch this. Go into your room. She goes, no, I like watching court when I'm not in it. (laughs) How often is she in it? (laughs) I said, okay. And I was explaining everything to the girls. Yeah. it's such an extraordinary story. But then I was in the car picking up one of the girls when it happened. And I just posted this photo to my friend like. (gasps) I know. I couldn't believe but I was, I just thought, well, it's been said oh, he was guilty. And he, if he appeals, uh, he, but it's been said. We know he's guilty. And his poor, yeah. his children, oh, no, everything, everything Kate. is so complex. Oh, it's and, so complex. But I think, I think every, every podcaster who'd listened to that was t- united yesterday. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We were a united yeah. bunch. So, yeah, yeah, I just thought, I know this will come out a couple of weeks after it's all been done, yeah. but I can't not mention it. I know, it me because too. Because we, yep. I cried too. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. So, I think we met him. Did we, we saw him. He spoke about it. We went to a podcast thing and he was there talking about it and what, doing the, the ABC research. One? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, this is what I had to oh, do. Oh, it might have been. And yeah, yeah. Oh. I think it was the start of it. It was just yes. happening. Yes. Yeah, 2018, so, 19. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. I think we've seen him somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Don't trust me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah, we just want to acknowledge that. Yeah, just we really do. Being podcasters. Yeah. And the incredible in, work in, he did. That's right, because we don't do research. Oh, and so no. the podcasts that do research, oh. I think, wow. Yeah, he's You know, it's a completely different thing. It's journalist. scripted. It's all oh, of that sort of work. such tenderness. Yes, and, and kindness. Oh, I just, yeah. it's an incredible podcast. Yeah, and so. then there's the whole complication of the identical twins. Yes. And it's just like, it, oh. it's really incredible. And just what you could get away with in the Back then and, 80s. And, and the judge when the judge said something about uh, look I'll have to find the exact yeah. words but he said something about mothering mm. and about how you know jeez oh, yeah. I wish I could remember it I, it took my breath away yeah yeah because he was saying you know people you took, just you took that she had no voice no you know a woman in the 1980s I think that was my mum yeah my mum and yeah yeah the commentary he made about mothering mm if we can Powerful. find it, yeah. it stopped me in my tracks. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. So I think a lot of us were glued to oh, updates, yes. you know. I was doing a yes. few things. I was like, I had meetings yes. and stuff. So I've got to, I've got to get back to the, yeah. what's yeah. going on. Yeah, I was on. watching so, on Twitter. Yeah. 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 Incredible. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah, it's just a We can't a comment not about mention it. it. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you, Peas. All right, Peas, we'll be back next week. And for some of you, we'll see you at our pea lunch on the 10th yeah, of September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll. that's very soon. Very okay. soon. All right, okay. see you. Bye. Bye.